Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. It's your boy, Unqualified Errol. I'm by myself today, I've been looking for my dog, Shy. I think it's his birthday weekend, so he just been disappeared. I don't know where he at. But shout out to him, man. He's uh, making like 53, I think, this week. Look good for his age. Uh, but shout out to him, man. He got a lot of other good things happening um, in his world right now. And I'm I'm very, very happy for my dog. So shout out to Unqualified Shot Dog. I won't put your business out there completely yet until you're ready for it to be known. But congratulations to you, my brother. With all the blessings that you have coming your way right now, man. That's it's an awesome, awesome thing. But since I'm in the show by myself, um, I just wanted to kind of touch on some things. I didn't want to leave uh, this week without at least unqualified sports having some type of content to put out there to you guys. And plus, man, with this Miles Garrett thing, with this Colin Kaepernick thing, with this Stephen A versus the world slash Stephen A versus T.O., like, I got a lot of opinions about it, and I'm going to try to keep it as short and sweet as possible. Uh, I won't hold you guys for long, but I definitely have to speak my mind on this. So, without further ado, oh, and I also have our picks. Um, and clearly, you know, y'all don't know, but he picked the Colts last night. I picked the Texans. I clearly got one one more uh, closer to catching up to that score that he has. But either way, let me get right into it. Colin Kaepernick. Okay, so unless you're under a rock or you just don't follow sports, you know, uh, you probably, you should know that Colin Kaepernick has been uh, out of the league for three years due to him kneeling to protest against police violence and basically the mistreatment of black and brown people um, by government, by police officials, whatever the case may be. Um, the league blackballed him. And uh, they basically haven't given him any chance to get back into the league for the most part. So the league set up this workout for Colin Kaepernick to attend. And, you know, it was something kind of, it's clearly newsworthy. It's Colin Kaepernick. Uh, anything you put his name on at this point, at this point in his career and his life, is something that's a headline. So uh, the NFL put this workout together. They're going to finally give him a chance. And then... Saturday came, uh, and it got kind of crazy. The, the the location changed. It was a waiver problem. Uh, Colin Kaepernick had this Kunta Kente shirt on. Uh, Colin Kaepernick had a lot to say afterwards. So before I get into the reactions of everybody else, and before I get into Stephen A, and before I get into T.O., I'm going to just talk about what I thought about my reaction to it. Uh, initially, I didn't know the details on it, so I didn't really have a full-fledged reaction to it. But when I found out about the waiver situation and I found out that even his lawyer said it would be malpractice if he signed the waiver, or if he allowed his client to sign the waiver, that was a red flag. When I found out that the NFL didn't give him any time to really uh, prepare for it in the sense of you know, they just told him, look, you got two days to let us know if you're going to do this or not. Boom. So that's kind of short notice. Um, clearly, he's been in shape and stuff like that. So I wasn't too too much worried about that aspect, but it is kind of like fishy. And 
then two, you know, Colin Kaepernick doesn't trust the NFL, and the NFL doesn't trust Colin Kaepernick. So they they both two people trying to do business with each other that don't really have don't feel like they have each other's best interests. Um, so when Colin Kaepernick moved, it come to find out he had did some type of uh, community service uh, program or something in Atlanta uh, that previous week. He had some connections. Come to find out. When he found out about the waiver and all those things, he wanted to change locations. He had made some contacts. He had to, you know, pull a lot of strings to get this, to make it to where it still happened. And, um, you know, it happened. It went from 25 teams showing up to 18 showing up. Colin Kaepernick showed up in a Kunta Kente shirt. Some people look at that as a red flag. I mean, to each his own. Um, if that's what he felt like wearing, that's what he felt like wearing. I wouldn't necessarily wear that to a quote-unquote job interview, even if it's for NFL, even if it's in athletic gear. I wouldn't wear it, but that's Colin Kaepernick's choice. I understand he always he, – he, he speaks a lot through his clothing, so I'm not surprised by it at all. Um, that's just how Colin Kaepernick uh, says a lot without saying anything. And then he goes and he speaks about, you know – Roger Goodell being scared of him. The NFL, the 32 owners, they they scared of him. I think that was a bit excessive. Um, He probably shouldn't have said those things, but Colin Kaepernick finally said something, and I can't be mad at him for speaking. Um, But maybe he should have phrased it differently. I think that's probably my only gripe with, with this whole Colin Kaepernick thing. I think he was right to move it. I think he was right not to sign a waiver. I think he was right to question about his own media because from my understanding, they didn't even want him to allow his media people to be there. They wanted to control everything. And he he'd have bas- he would have basically been signing over all his rights to the NFL so they can dictate what happens, which is just weird on the NFL. So the NFL just made themselves look just as bad as they've been looking for blackballing and by trying to set up a work a workout so they can say, okay, well, we gave him a chance to be on the NFL team, and he blew it. And that's not the case because they have 32 teams, which means they have at least 64, uh, maybe 90. I think it's, I think every roster is at least to have, at least have three quarterbacks. And so they got 90-plus quarterbacks in the league, and – I don't think they have 45 of them better than him. I don't think they have 32 of them better than him. But especially on the way that the the path that the league is going with all these great quarterbacks who are mobile, who can get outside the pocket, and just to be frank, who are black. So um, the league is going in the direction of black quarterbacks leading teams. Granted, we haven't seen one win a Super Bowl in a while, but since Russell Russell Wilson, um, but I mean let's let's just be clear the league is trending up in that area. I mean Lamar Jackson is the two the two front runners for MVP are two black mobile quarterbacks who are very accurate and who can run the ball very well and are very elusive. Colin Kaepernick fits that mold. Uh, I don't know why he hasn't had a job. We none of us do. So the world responded. Stephen A. Big ESPN name. He had something to say about it. Understandably so. I get it. He spoke on it, and I don't necessarily fully agree with his opinion. A lot of people have always, you know, went at Stephen A. Had, oh, he a coon, and he this, and he that. 
Um, I think that's unfair. Um, Stephen A. I think does more for black people than we probably give him credit for. Just him having the the namesake that he has and speaking a lot about black issues on his platform. Um, I don't think we should take when he does say something against, say, Kaepernick because of who Kaepernick is. We should, you know, ridicule him and call him a coon and and make him out to be just as bad or like an Uncle Ruckus type character. And he, he's not. Um, because it's just funny to me. Um, and, and honestly, this is in full defense of Stephen A. Smith. It's funny to me how. As a black person and as black people and in, in a big group amongst black people, we aren't allowed to have our opinion about things. We can have our opinion about things as long as somebody else, as long as the masses agree to it. But as soon as your opinion is slightly different from someone else's, it's, it's open season to, to, to bully them and pick at them and all this stuff. And I just think that's wrong as a people. You don't really see that happening with any other culture. You don't see uh, if if a white commentator says something, uh, you don't see them tearing them down the same way as a group as we do to each other. So I think that's first and foremost, that's something we need to stop. If you don't agree with my opinion about anything or if you don't agree with another black man, woman's, whoever's opinion about something, that's their opinion. And you can't control it anyway. So why would you take that opportunity to be so harsh against them now saying that Stephen a what he went wrong to me was he was too harsh towards Kaepernick's choices on the waiver and this that and other now I know he tried he he had said things to to back up what he was saying and he had said things to say okay well um I understand what he's fighting for I'm with what he's fighting for I just think if he wanted a job then he shouldn't have did this and he should have just went and did the workout. I don't think he should have just went and did the workout. I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith. But does that make Stephen A. Smith a coon to me? No. He, that's just his opinion. He's not saying anything about what Colin Kaepernick stands for. He's just saying, okay, he if he really wanted a job, he shouldn't have did this. I don't agree with that with Stephen A. Smith. Um, T.O. called him out and went on his show and told Stephen A. that Max Kellerman is more black than you sometimes, uh, something to that effect. That right there was extremely disrespectful. T.O., if, if I was Stephen A. Smith, T.O. would not be allowed to, he would not be allowed to come on my show anymore because he made sure to disrespect me in a way that we shouldn't disrespect each other, especially in the public eye, especially when millions of people are watching this. If you want to say that to, to Stephen A. Smith, you pull Stephen A. Smith to the side and you tell him that in private because that's something that bothers you. You don't come on this man's show and he allows you to come on. And then you try to ridicule him on national TV as his brother. You just said we're supposed to have a unified front. He pr promoting this whole uni unified front thing. And then you come on a black man's, a lead, the lead host of the show. You come on his show and you ridicule him. But you want this unified front. You're contradicting yourself. If we're going to be unified, we can be unified and not have the same opinions and not agree on the same things. We can come to a common ground. What Colin Kaepernick is fighting for is very important, and that should be the focus. 
It shouldn't be, uh, well, this black man said this about him, and this black man feel this way, and this white man with him. It shouldn't even be all that. It should be about whatever Colin Kaepernick is fighting for. We should be trying to back that up instead of worrying about uh, Colin Kaepernick and his attire. Instead of worrying about what Colin Kaepernick says to the owners and stuff like that. Like I said, I don't agree with it, but he still could have, he could have said something different, but who cares? He does. He definitely deserves to be in, in a position to play football. And plus, they basically been taking something that he's worked his whole life for away from him because they wanted to. Just because. For no, for no real apparent reason. Um, they, they can't really pinpoint his money or anything. They just don't like the fact that it's a black man that's standing up for things and they using their and he's using their platform for it. Um, so like I said, I don't I don't like that T.O. attacked uh Stephen A like that. I don't like that Stephen A attacked Colin Kaepernick like that. But in, in my eyes, T.O. by definition of why he's being called a uh, why Stephen A's being called a coon. T.O. is the same, quote-unquote, coon for doing the same thing that Stephen A. did on Stephen A.'s show that everybody's accusing Stephen A. of doing to Colin Kaepernick. Now, I want to say this, since I kind of wrap this up. This opinion is strictly my opinion. This opinion does not, uh, it does not reflect on unqualified sports in the sense of it's the opinions of unqualified sports. This is strictly Arrow's opinion. So, you know, y'all can add me, uh, at underscore easy does it on IG, uh, wherever. You know what I'm saying? So, it don't matter to me. That's just my opinion. That's how I feel about it. If y'all want to use this opportunity to say whatever y'all got to say to me, that's fine. It won't bother me any. Because, I mean, my opinion is mine. And, like I said earlier, whatever somebody's opinion is, that's their opinion. You can't change me, make them change it anyway. So, let me get into this next thing real quick about this whole Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph thing. So, this thing started off with just them getting into a little, little scuffle on the field. Miles Garrett, wild out, hit the man with a helmet. He shouldn't have did it. Um, I'm, so cr I'm so mad this happened after we recorded uh, our podcast last week because I would have loved to speak on this last week. But now it's more things coming out about it. Mason Rudolph actually did kick the man in the nuts. Supposedly, uh, now... That Garrett has had an appeal. Um, it was a racial slur being said. Now, just to backtrack a little bit. Excuse me. Miles Garrett hitting the man with a helmet. And he don't have a helmet on. Hitting the man with a helmet. And he got a helmet on. Was a horrible idea. The suspension to not play for the rest of the season. To me, is warranted. Uh, even if it isn't a rule for it. That that basically never happens. So when you take a situation like that and you hit somebody, they I mean they treat head trauma like like it's an extreme thing in the NFL. So for them to not take that as serious when this man hit this man in the head with a helmet, that's wild. You you at the end of the day you're a professional. You have to figure out how to control yourself. You getting paid to do a job. If I go to work and I get mad at my coworker if we get in a scuffle and I pick up something and I hit them with it, I'm just as much fired or just as much punished as them or more, especially if they haven't hit me with anything. So outside of the phys the physicality of, the of whatever's going on, like I said, I get it. Mason Rudolph did kick the man in the nuts. That's something that's, that is 
angering, if that's a word. That's something that would piss me off too. But at the same time, would that make me so mad that I'm gonna hit this man in the head with a helmet? And I know I'm at work. Probably not, uh, because I don't want to lose money based on the fact of my overreaction to certain stuff. So it turns out, you know, uh, if y'all seen the video clip, you know, Marquis Ponce jumped on him, punched him a couple of times. Well, he tried to punch him. It looked like he missed the first two or three of them. But he punching the guy with a helmet on. He started kicking him, but he kicking the guy with a helmet on. And he he was missing some of the kicks and stuff, too. He was angry. He got suspended as well. So he got a three-game. Um, Mason Rudolph didn't get suspended. He deserved to get suspended because he shouldn't have started it. He should. I don't want to say he started it. Most people look at it like that. I look at it like the man kind of excessively took him to the ground. Probably was talking trash to him. Mason got mad. Tried to yank at his helmet. That was probably when he took when Mason Rudolph took it too far. He should have got suspended for that and the, the the foot to the to the groin and push and pushing the man away with his um in his groin area. So I think he deserved a suspension. Now this whole thing now it didn't turn out to be a race thing because Miles Garrett said that the one of the reasons. Even though he said that that shouldn't have been a good enough reason for him to respond that way. One of the reasons he responded that way was because the man said a racial slur to him. I guess called him the N-word. I don't know how true that is. Mason Rudolph people saying that that's not true. Miles Garrett saying it is true. His teammates saying he doesn't lie. Uh, other people saying that Mason Rudolph not lying. Supposedly Mason Rudolph got tweets and stuff like that from the past when he was a kid or... Uh, I guess before college or early college, where he maybe said a couple of racist things on on social media, and I'm not not holding that against him, but at the same time, I feel like if you Miles Garrett, then I think you you waited too late for you waited too late for people to really believe that that's what happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I think though, when you wait until your appeal hearing. To make it seem like the man said something racist to you. Instead of saying up front the man said something racially motivated towards me that made me respond that way. Even though I still was wrong. That really pushed me to another point. He didn't do that. So it make it hard for you to believe him. But you can only take the people for what they word is. The NFL, you know, they got cameras and recordings all over the field. Um, they could have easily maybe picked up the man saying whatever he potentially said to him or whatever. Um, I'm not going to uh, excoriate either one of them for, for what they may have said to each other. Because Mason Rudolph called uh, the, the lineman that pushed him down, he called him a bitch. So it happens. They talk trash to each other. And I'm not saying that it's excusable to say, uh, call somebody a racial any type of racial slur that's not excusable at all but at the same time if he talked trash to him they talk trash to each other whatever the real problem is you took the man helmet off and when you took after you took his helmet off which was bad that you took his helmet off because you could have hurt him like that and he could have hurt you like trying to take your helmet off but then you took his helmet and hit him with it and that's the problem and so that's what it really boiled down to you can't take somebody's helmet and hit them with the with the helmet, regardless if they got a helmet on or not. Um, that's the wrong part about it. 
Miles Garrett definitely deserves a six-game suspension, at least for the rest of the season. Mason Rudolph should at least got a game or two. Marquise Ponce shouldn't have got uh, Pouncey or however you say his name. I guess that's just that South Pouncey. Uh, but either way, he shouldn't have got a suspension at all because <laughs> he just was defending his quarterback. And all he know was his quarterback got hit with a helmet. So, you know, that's that's fight, that's like fighting words. You know what I'm saying? So that is what that is. So, all right, so now that I've concluded everything about Kaepernick, about Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett, all that good stuff, we got to get into these picks that me and Shy got for the week. Like I said, we're not going to hold y'all too long with the show, so I'm going to kind of run through these real quick, kind of give y'all my uh, unqualified expert analysis on why I think certain games going to go certain ways. Got a good few games, a lot of good games this week. Uh, a lot of t- for a few weeks, man, it just was like garbage team versus garbage team or just – Whew. Then I think last week or week before, there was just like upset. It was just like upset after upset. It was crazy. Like when the, that was the week that the Saints lost to the Falcons, it was, it was crazy. But either way, uh, Shad has definitely took the lead again. He's up by three. Uh, I got to try to shake back. And I started off this week right. Last night, Texans, Colts. Of course, Colts is Shad's favorite team. Sorry he didn't start his weekend all right with the Colts winning because the Texans won. That's who I picked. Deshaun Watson showed up. DeAndre Hopkins showed up. Will Fuller showed up. I think he had 140 yards. I picked him. He didn't. I didn't got one point closer. I just pray that the rest of my picks go as well as this one. So the next game we picked, Rams-Ravens. Shy clearly had skin in the game with the Rams. You know, he got some connections over there. Shout out to our connect over there with the Rams. They're going against the Ravens. I got the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson on the tail right now. Like I said, they he trending up. Uh, he almost I, – I know he the front runner for uh, Pro Bowl right now. He got the most votes, I think, by 30,000 on the on the opening day of, of the uh, Pro Bowl votes. Uh, but I think the – I just think the Ravens going to win. I think they – I think Marcus Peters is going to have a revenge game against him. He going to probably pick off Jared uh, Goff at least once. Uh, I just see the Ravens' defense – Playing really well. Don't get me wrong. The Rams have been playing a lot better. They finally decided to say, okay, well, regardless of Ty Gurley's knee, we're going to just run him. Um, so I think it's going to be a good game, but I just think that the Ravens have the edge. And I think John Harbaugh just a better coach than uh, Sean McVay, especially this season because Sean McVay haven't figured it out yet. They, people have caught up to him, and he just haven't figured out how to really get over that hump right now. So we'll see how this uh, season plays out. Next game's the pick, Broncos versus Bills. Uh, I got the Bills. Shy got the Bills. Broncos not really that good. You, you can't really depend on them. You really can't depend on the Bills, but the Bills have a better squad. They run the ball, play great defense. We got the, both got the Bills in that game. Bucks Falcons. Falcons have been on the tail. I think they're on a two-game winning streak right now. They was looking like about the curse. But I can see it. They was looking like ass for the beginning of the season. Now they're starting to look a little better. We'll see how it happens. Um, shout out to She. Neither one of us picking the Bucks. We going Falcons. Falcons going to go ahead and take care of Buccaneers this week. Um, Dolphins, Browns. Dolphins won two games. Browns won three, four games, something like that. I just think right now, Browns going to show up. They going to probably win. The, I, I got the Browns. I think Jarvis Landry kind of. Goes off in that game, so fantasy football watches. Get Jarvis Landry. He seemed to be a better target 
for Baker Mayfield than OBJ is. I think it's just a chemistry thing. So I got the Browns in this game. Um, this day, easy part of the season. Hopefully they capitalize. Giants, Bears. Uh, we both picked the Bears. I ain't picking the Giants. Probably never. Um, because of who they are, unless they play another divisional rival like the Redskins, and then I might pick them again. I think I picked them once. Uh, Shy got the Giants. I don't know if I said, but Shy got the Browns. We both picked the Browns. Uh, Shy don't have the Giants. I'm sorry. Shy has the Bears. We both have the Bears in this game. Uh, I think they're better, even though Mitchell Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky is trash. Uh, he should be Mitchell Trash Trash Bisky, because uh, that boy horrible. Uh, Lions, Redskins. Again, I will not pick anybody in my division that's in the same division as the Cowboys. So you can best believe I picked the Lions. Shad actually picked the Lions in this game too. I got to see what uh, Haskins going to do. Looking forward to him having a good career. Uh, but I got to see what he's going to do because I just don't trust him yet. Uh, Panthers, Saints. Another one we picked the same of. Saints. You know, they kind of found their mojo again last week. A lot of people two weeks ago were saying that they should they should bring Teddy Bridgewater back and all that. You out your rabbit-ass mind if you think that Teddy Bridgewater can even sniff Drew Brees' uh, jockstrap. So, uh, look, I ain't, I'm not going to even play about this whole Teddy Bridgewater thing. Shout-out to Teddy Bridgewater, though. He should get paid wherever he goes next year or uh, whatever like that. But the Saints will win this game against the Panthers. Me and Shy both pick. Them, them as well. Uh, Raiders, Jets. The Jets have been, especially since uh, your, boy, your boy caught Mono this year. He came back, started seeing ghosts on the field. I mean, you don't know, you don't know if this man like uh, STD ad or if he on one of them uh, ghost hunter shows. Like you, know, you don't know. He, but he clearly not focused on being a really good quarterback at this moment. I know Shad will probably be like, chill, fam. Chill, fam, because of the whole USC, whatever. Forget all that. Jets not winning this game. Raiders, they on the tail. Shout out to Derek Carter. Boy, I've been playing like he was playing, what, three or four years ago. And they went to the playoffs right before he broke his leg. He really playing well right now. So, shout out to him. Seahawks, Eagles. Again, I'm not picking nobody in my division. I got the Seahawks. That's just what it is. Uh, plus Russell Wilson for president, man. If Russell Wilson don't win his MVP this year, I'm going to be sad, sad for him because he definitely has been underrated for a long time and he definitely deserves that award, uh, especially if he can finish out the year the way he started it. So shout out to Seahawks. Seahawks going to bust the Eagles up. Steelers, Bengals. I don't think it's too much to talk about here. Bengals haven't won a game. Steelers, them, I think they're 500 again. Uh, so, I'm going Steelers. Divisional rival game used to be one of the games you couldn't wait to see. Now, this year you just don't care because it's nobody really competing for the Bengals. And then the Steelers kind of like so injury. They got so many injuries on their team. They like the Golden State Warriors right now. It's just like nobody's there uh, that you really know about. Everybody's hurt. So, yeah, but I still got the Steelers. I don't see the Bengals winning. I don't know who they have other than Joe Mixon on their team that they're actually still starting. Uh, hopefully, A.J. Green makes sure he keep his ass on the bench for the rest of the season. Don't risk injury for these people. Um, t 
Titans, Jags, um, Nick Foles is back. But I don't know if that's enough for the Titans coming off of a bye. And you know what? Initially, I had picked the Titans with Shad. But I think I'm going to go out on somewhat of a limb. I'm going to go Jags. I think Nick Foles pulled this one out against the Titans. That's going to be one of my, my upsets. Hopefully, the Jags pull this one out. I got the Jags. Shad got the Titans. We'll see how that goes. Patriots Cowboys, one of the game of the week, as they say. The game for who is America's team. I know Saints fans feel like well, more people watch Saints game than anything else you hear me, you know, like a dog and all that. Uh, nobody cares. Uh, Cowboys is token America's team. The Patriots probably should be named America's team due to the fact that their name is the Patriots. They have red, white, and blue in their logo. And all that good stuff. And they've won so many championships. And America is winners. The land of the free and the home of the brave. And all that BS. Or uh, whatever. I started the show talking about Colin Kaepernick. Clearly that's not the, the case here. But that's not neither here nor there. Shy got the Patriots. I'm going with the real America's team. The Cowboys. My team. I think we pull an upset this week. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a bad weather game from my knowledge. I think Dak Prescott has been proving that he is definitely worth the money that they've been talking about, and he, I think he's going to come through with the upset. This is going to be that defining game of his season, I think, I hope. So I'm going with the Cowboys. It's another one I pick against Shy. Hopefully it works out. And last but not least, probably, probably the biggest game. I just heard a stat earlier this morning. This the latest in the season, two teams with over 80% win percentage has faced off against each other in NFL history. So, you got the 8-2 Packers versus the 9-1 49ers playing at the 49ers home. You got Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy Garoppolo. You got one pretty good defense versus a really good defense. I'm going with Green Bay. Shy going Green Bay. I think, I mean, they barely beat. <laughs> they barely beat the Cardinals last week. And that's that's just Kyler Murray and Larry Fitz. I mean, you're looking at uh, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones. And uh, Williams, coming. another one coming out the backfield. Uh, I don't know if Geronimo Allison going to be playing. Uh, you know, all these other receivers that, that he has to his uh, disposal. But he ain't Rodgers. And I, I, I'm – unless it's like deep playoff play, I just can't go against Aaron Rodgers like that. So, I'm going to go with the Packers. Shotgun with the Packers. That wraps us up for the week as far as our picks. Uh, again, I want to shout out my dog, Shot. Congratulations to you, my brother. You know what the congratulations is about. Um, hopefully, I can find you uh, by the time the next episode starts. So, I ain't got to do this again by myself, even though I would like to think I did a pretty good job. A pretty damn good job. But, uh, either way... Uh, Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure y'all, you know, give us y'all feedback. Let me know what y'all think about unqualified arrows opinion, a.k.a. plant-based arrow, as Shia would say. So, uh, y'all be blessed.